Hello, hello, and welcome to Growing with Kendall. My name is Kendall Motes, and I'm so excited you chose to listen to this podcast. Guys, the past like four weeks have been so, so, so crazy. I got quarantined, school was in and out, and I just have not had time to figure out a podcast and what I want to do. But after these past two weeks, I have been doing lots and lots of research on the FFA website, and I have decided that I want to interview an SAE from every 50 state. And what better way to start than with Alabama? And today I'm talking to Landon Daniel of Benjamin Russell FFA. He is a senior in Alabama and he is a quail farmer, an upcoming quail farmer, I should say. And um, we are going to talk to him today about what ha- what he has in store for the next couple of years. So Landon, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I would like a good like rundown of just what your SAE is and what you hope for it to be. Okay, so basically our SAE is working on producing quail into our county, and we once had a really thriving population, but then for some reason we saw a rapid decline, and so I'm trying to raise them, and we're eventually going to build it up enough to sell release and for egg production how far along are you in that process when did this all start uh it started this year is the first year and we have both of our flight pens built already and we actually have quail that might be arriving today so really yes that's awesome so how many quail are you starting with to get this up and running uh we'll start with 10 but we plan to grow it very very fast so uh-huh are you keeping all the quail at the school or at your home or is there another location uh i have one that's building up at my house okay. personally, and also one at school too so are there other people like tagging along in this sae project or is this just you and then you got some builders along with you uh i'm the only one that's doing it here i'm not really familiar with anyone else doing quail anywhere near me actually so i think i'm the only one okay why did you want to start this like you noticed the decline in quail why did that stick out to you and you were like hey i need to get the population back up and thriving like it was years ago uh a lot of my family members actually i'd heard them talk about how they used to go on quail hunts and stuff and they was just naturally kind of abundant here and uh, i mean i want to build those memories too and have those to uh pass on to my kids and stuff so just the thought of having a, that population back healthy and just our environment thriving is something that i'm striving for so yeah, that's really good. When you tell, when people like ask you what your essay is, or if you talk about what you're doing and what you're trying to do, what do people say? Are they excited to have a more thriving quail population? Uh, yes, definitely. We have we have some dove hunting here and stuff, but they're due to the decline of population. We haven't got to have like quail hunts and stuff around here in a long time. So a lot of like my friends and stuff are personally excited about the opportunities for that too, because enjoying the outdoors is a big thing in our area. So Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming dove hunting, is that a big thing? And quail hunting would be like right behind it once the population gets up? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty big deal here. We have a lot of 
a lot of dove here. So, yeah, whenever I build up the quail, it will eventually become second in line to that probably. Gotcha. Now, you're going to get all these quail, and you're going to raise them up and set them loose. But once you go hunting, that population is going to decline. How are you going to keep increasing? Well, I plan to uh, build up the amount we're producing, and obviously the hunting part of it will be probably a few years down the road because it's going to take a while to build it up. Yep. And, uh, but I also want to produce enough to where I can sell to other other people as well so they can release them on their areas and then eventually expand the flight pins that I have for them here too and basically get into the mass production type. Okay, so you say expand these flight pens that you have. You mean like get them built out like a huge manufacturer and start selling them as your own? Yes. Oh, that is a super cool idea. I really like that. Big plans for the future. What yes, are you doing right now? Like the past, let's say like the past month, what have you been doing to prepare? Because you're getting these um, quails. What did you say? Like in two days? Yeah, either today or tomorrow. Yeah. What have you been doing to prepare for that and just prepare for what you're going to do once they arrive? Well, I mean, we we have both of the pens built and ready. And we ordered all the uh, feeders and waters, all the materials needed. And at this point, we're just waiting on their arrival. We, uh, we've done a lot of research and planned everything out. So I feel like whenever they do arrive, we'll be ready for them. Awesome. Your research, what all does that entail? Is that like books? Is that computers? I mean, I know for me, when I was told that I was going to be interviewing someone who was involved with quail production, I didn't really know what to expect. And I looked up like quail farms near me and all this different stuff and read about hatcheries, this, that, and the other. I mean, I had no idea what this was. So how are you figuring out how this whole like business is going to be run? Uh, originally, at first, I, all the research was done through a computer, but there's actually a, there's one like hunting club type thing around here. It's called Five Star Plantation, and they raise their own quail. And that's the only other person, like the only other group I know anywhere near here. So, and I've actually visited there and kind of, you know, get my hands in it a little bit and see how everything runs. And I think that experience will probably help me be more prepared to grow as well. So, yeah, that's really good. Who has been like, you said you went there and you got your hands in it a little bit. Who has been like, not like your biggest role model, but just like your biggest influencer and who, who has helped you through this whole process? Uh, definitely Mr. Williams, my FFA advisor. He's, I mean, he's been good as gold to me and helped through the whole thing and encouraged me to stick with it. So, yeah, it, uh, it all goes to him, really, so. Oh, okay. What has been the most challenging part about getting this all ready? Uh, probably just making sure that everything's accounted for and that I've thought about all the possibilities of what could go wrong and prepared so they won't go wrong. There you go. See, for me, when I plan things, I'm always prepared for the good and for it to not, like, hit me in the face and then it comes and it's like everything goes wrong. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I know I've had podcasts when I like have it all set up, but then I don't save like the prior interview. And then next thing you know, I accidentally delete the final product, but I don't have the final interview and I have to start all over. 
So planning is key for everybody listening. You need to make sure that you are planning all the time because talk to anybody in FFA. We all miss plans sometimes. Now, Landon, you are also in the FFA. You said you're a treasurer this year. Yes, ma'am. How is that going for you? How is your FFA being run? Uh, well, due to the coronavirus and all, we've been kind of limited on the amount of trips and opportunities that we've done. But as far as our FFA meetings and stuff, we actually have the highest number of members this year out of any year before us. And we have been able to have uh, one meeting, and I think we have one next week. So it's getting started back up and running. Oh, wow. And you said you guys are in school every single day? Yes, we are. Awesome. And we were talking earlier about the amount of girls in FFA. How many girls did you say are in FFA? Well, I have one in my class, but I think chapter-wide we might have eight. Eight girls. Yeah, we, we definitely need more girls in our FFA chapter. Crazy. And now if you are somebody from Landon School and you're listening to this and you are a girl, you need to join the FFA. You guys are crazy. You have to. It is so much fun. I did not think I would like the FFA this much, and I do. And the Alabama Benjamin Russell FFA seems like a super, super cool experience. Now, Landon, what are your aspirations and your plans for the future and after high school with the quail production and just with, like, college and school in general? Well, I'm currently committed to go to Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. And I'm not 100% decided on my major, but I'm thinking maybe something in the political service field or ministry. And along with that, I plan to do poultry production on the side and continue to build and produce those. So Now, after school, are you going to come back home and then continue? Or are you going to have somebody, like, are you going to go to school pause on the quail farming and then come back and start it again? Or are you going to have someone help you out while you're away? Uh, while I'm out at school, I plan to kind of pass it down to my little brother. He's coming up. He'll be a freshman. So it kind of works out perfectly that whenever I go off, he'll pick up right where I left off and keep everything running smoothly. So Yeah, and that'll be a perfect SAE project for him because I know some people have struggled finding SAE projects. So if he's one of those people, then – this would be perfect. And it's like a, not like a family in business, but you know what I mean, kind of a family in business. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be perfect to keep that running in. Thank you for talking to me today. This was super cool learning about quail farming and just how your FFA is being run. I am super excited to talk to more states about how their FFA is run and what they do and how your classes are. And you even told me that your classes are like very like construction and welding based when us here, it's like everything plants animals but we don't really have like that construction and like tractor side to it thank you for talking to me i hope everybody that's listening right now has a great rest of their two weeks landon do you have anything to leave the people with uh i don't think so i hope everyone stays safe and (laughs) it's doing well okay thank you all for listening have a great rest of your week i'll talk to you in two weeks